Ooh, we've got a selection box. Oh, what's in it? excited about the selection box? Well, okay. Um, so we've got this one. According to the menu, this is chocolate-coated trans ladies. Oh, delicious. They <laughs> really are. Okay, we've got um, some caramel skits. Oh, I love those ones. Uh, how are you on the creams? Oh, I'm not very good on the cream. Okay, well, we've got uh, some watch cream. Oh, that's pretty good. Some listened cream. Oh, I do like that. And one of my personal favourites, played cream. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Wow, there's just... Well, there's another variety of skits in here. Another variety there's of like skits? like a praline skit. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm very ready to dig into this delicious selection box of queer and pleasant strangers. Oh, nom, 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 Greetings, strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura Kate Dale. And I'm not Jane Eris Magnet. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers. That's us. It's a podcast. It's us. We were two queer trans ladies. We talk about our weeks and the media we've consumed. We're and not covered in chocolate. We're not covered in chocolate at this moment. Not, we can go find Not some. today. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. How are you doing? Uh... I had to leave the house. Yeah. I had to leave the house and go somewhere where I had to take a mask off while someone got in my face. Yeah, that that's that's the very thing they're telling you not to do right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm tired this week. Dentist, I'm... by the way. It was the dentist. It... I had to go. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were just going to leave that one hanging. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm tired. It's been a big week of many projects. Mm. Butt book launched did all of the press things, uh, got other projects on the go that aren't going to be a thing for a bit. Appeared on German radio. Appeared on German radio. I'll be the busy bean. Busy bean. And I've got at least a few more days of being a busy bean and then probably a few weeks of being a busy bean and then probably some more busy beaning after that because I'm always a busy bean. Eternal beaning. I'm an eternal busy bean. You are. I'm much better at giving myself weekends off now, though. You are. That. I give myself at least a few days of not being a busy bean, Most usually. Of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, weekends off. Yeah. We do record polyamory at weekends. Indeed. Like. And I did record one thing on Saturday this week, but like, <laughs> that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Oh, should we talk about what we've played this week? Yeah. What have you played this week? We played some board games. Yeah. We dug into the pile. <laughs> where, where do you want to start on board games? Oh, uh, should we start on Meeple Land? Yeah, we played some Meeple Land together. Uh, build build a, a theme park with... Uh, you got a little board... And you've got a little bit of money, and yeah. you've got to try and entice people into your theme park. Yeah, you've, you've got a grid space that you can spend some money to expand in a certain way if you like. Um, and there are lots of different attractions that cost different amounts of money and are different shapes and sizes. And they have different paths running around them, and you have to try and yeah. make sure that everything connects to an entrance. Yep, uh, you get penalised if you have a path that leads to a dead end. If it le- if it doesn't touch anything, it's fine. If it touches a side of a of an attraction that doesn't have like a path on it, that's when it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the different pieces you get rewarded for having like lots of different types of pieces. So the more unique variety of rides, yeah, the more unique rides you have, the better. Uh-huh. Um, all of your rides have a number of people who you can have riding them. Mm-hmm. But for some people, like oh, if you want the the uh, that extra pink 
meeple to ride your ride, you're going to make sh- have to make sure there's a burger bar next to it, otherwise they're not interested. Yeah. Toilet. Uh, so it's a game of trying to sort of puzzle together over, like, it's only like four rounds, which I yeah. I felt was of really good length for this. Um, manage your money, try Spatial and... Awareness. Yeah, try and wedge your things onto the board. Um... Whoever stops putting things down on their board first gets first pick of which bus full of meeple to try and invite into their park. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get penalised for any meeples you invite but don't find a home for. Yep. Just make a little theme park. Yeah, that's it's fun. It's it's a fun little theme park thing. It's way less stressful than the original theme park. Yeah. Um. For both of us, it really helped to house rule it that. It's okay for us to pick up a piece and put it on the board and go, can, can, does this fit how I think it does? I mean, there's me... nothing in the rules to say you can't do that. Exactly. Yeah, for us, with our issues with special orientation <laughs> yeah. and remembering stuff, it's like, okay, I'm just going to pick this up and try it out. Okay, I'll buy that one. Yeah. We, we allowed each other to try the piece out in space and be like, does this fit how I think it fits before we committed to a purchase? Because mm-hmm. our brains don't rotate things very well. They don't. They don't. I, I can't look at a thing and mentally rotate it and imagine what it will look like and go, yes, that will fit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a fairly short game. It yeah. was. Um, it was definitely like under an hour, minutes. like 40, 40, 45 minutes maybe. Yeah, um, and yeah, it is. I I like the 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 pacing of it. I like the 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 sort of quick turnaround. Yeah. yeah, it's just a fun little game. Box full of colourful meeples and cool rides. Yeah. What about you? Have you played anything else? Uh, we, I'm pretty sure, played some more board gamey type oh, things. Oh, yes. Uh, we played Kingdom's Candy Monsters. We did? Uh, that's 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 a game about making a little army of, of candy monsters eating to monsters. Steal candy. Yeah, the, they, they eat sugar cubes. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, this is. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I. It's got the graphics of a mobile game. Yes. It, there was more to it than I expected. Yes. Uh, do, you, do you want to explain how you play this? Um, so basically you have uh, a set of monsters, a set of um, a- actions, and an event deck. Yeah. Um, you start off with a single creature, uh, like a very basic creature. Yeah. And basically what you're trying to do is acquire more creatures so that you can get more candy. Yeah. Uh, give those creatures more powers or give yourself more powers overall and then there's sort of combinations for uh, having certain types of monsters or acquiring certain types of powers for yourself yeah um and like what that bonuses will give there's a lot of yeah it's a bit of point salad i i think that was the thing that threw us initially on a first play is that there's a lot of things to keep track of and it's initially a bit confusing which one will benefit you the most but the basic idea is um Get a variety of creatures and load them up with abilities to generate more resources. However, be careful not to get too many creatures uh, too quickly. Because you have to feed them. Yeah, uh, four times throughout the game, a certain card will get turned over at the end of a round, and you have to feed all your monsters, and they will require a certain amount of sugar, and if you don't have enough sugar... Um, bad things will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's a balancing act of trying to assess when is a good time to buy a new creature. Is it worth getting a creature that has a really good ability but is going to take a lot of stuff to feed? Um, yeah. That's oh, alright. I, I had some fun with it. I had some fun. Um, yeah, it's... 
I don't think it's ever gonna be like my my top tier game. Oh no, but, but like yeah, it was it was it was a fun time. I, I certainly didn't play it and go, I have no interest in ever ever coming back to this. No, it wasn't um, my head. I finished it and was like, I have strategies of how I could do better next time, yeah, which yeah. is a good sign. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I think it does just suffer a little bit from there are too many things you could be doing at any one time. Um, there's too much to to concentrate on. Okay, this will give me this bonus. This gives me this bonus. This gives me this. It's bonus. very easy to forget to claim a bonus because there's so many different systems you're supposed to be keeping an eye yeah. on at once. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have this many matching of this color? But do I have this many complete sets? And do mm-hmm. I have uh like there's a, there's a lot of interwoven yeah. systems. I like the the pastel um. Rainbow uh, card backs; those are really nice. Yeah, the card art—it really does look like a, like a mobile fantasy game. Yeah, uh, there's some little referency bits in. Um, we got this in my new release box from Zatu for this mm. month. I'm a bit confused because we got like two extra packs of cards in with it. Yeah, so I don't know if this was like a Kickstarter or if these are supposed to be expansions or because you know sometimes yeah. like we've had with Kickstarters before where it's like. Oh yeah, we shipped some some other cards separately because there was a problem with printing. Just to add them into your deck, it's fine. So there seems to be this expansion with a bunch of gods, and it's like here is clearly Anubis because it's, yeah. it's. I think it's just called Anubi. <laughs> um, there's there's a few other ones in there. I was like, okay, well, mm, sure, uh, ancient a couple of ancient cultures in there, but Ganesh is in there. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> should you? I don't. I don't think you should be doing that. Probably not. Um, I did like the system of how the game ends on the fourth. Uh, one of those black cards you turn over from yes. the event deck because it gave this sort of interesting sense of we can tell roughly how close we are to the end of the game is, but once you get like the like three out of the four have been turned over, any turn could be your last turn. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got like a. Well, it could last this long, or it could finish next turn, and it adds an interesting sort of expediency to the end of the game. Yeah, so the event deck is set up as um, you deal out eight uh, cards into four piles mm. uh, from the event deck, and then you add the four candies, then you shuffle all of those mini decks and stack them together to make yeah. a new deck. So you know that like the final card will be somewhere in the final 25% of the deck, uh, in the, the final portion of the deck, but it could be at the top or bottom of that portion. Yep. Yeah. Could be anywhere. And like you could end up with two really close together, which could definitely it, screw you. Either. It reminded me in places of the sort of pacing of um, epidemics in uh, pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it had a similar thing to it. Which, yeah. Yeah. To a much closer degree. Yeah. yeah. Certainly that was the case. Or even uh, like pandemic legacy season two. It's like okay, you got to feed everyone now. Yeah. It's. It, it is certainly not a bad game. No, it's not, it's, game it's not one that I will be like, oh, I'm desperate to play it again, but I no. I would have fun getting that out again. Yeah, I wouldn't mind pulling it out maybe with people, see what yeah. it's like with with a, with higher pay, higher player count. Yeah. That's yeah, all right. There is um like an extra option where you can add, uh, instead of just drawing uh, three monsters and three abilities, you can draw four of each. Apparently it opens the options for more strategy. Ooh. Uh, we didn't do that. We just played standard rules. But that, that, that's an option. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what about you? What did you play this week? Uh, yeah, we played the um your 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 Umbrella Academy Kickstarter game. Turn yeah. 
Ooh. Ooh. Uh, yes. So this is a sort of um, card game based around the comic version of the the Umbrella Academy. Yes. Um, waves of waves of enemies are, are dealt out. You have handfuls of cards. You try and uh, use the cards you have to uh, exceed the numbers on the enemy cards in order to get through the wave and not take damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did what did you think of this one? Uh, it was fun. I think we, by just sheer virtue of luck and shuffling, we had a really easy time of it. Yeah, that there was. I I I'd be curious to play some more of it because there were definitely more difficult cards that we didn't get. Yeah. Um, we had a very easy time with this yes. game. We, um, it, it was a little bit pedestrian at times, but certainly I think if it was played. St- like if there was maybe a maybe if you like set it up, stack the deck to have like a certain yeah. number of more powerful enemies. I I definitely think that that is worth us trying on a future yeah. playthrough because like I like the core idea of the mechanics. Yeah. It is a cooperative game where basically you've got X number of cards in your hand. Um, you need to exceed the value of whatever enemy you're fighting uh, in order to defeat it. You have to do them in order. And it's a cooperative thing of trying to work out like what numbers you can add together that will be just high enough to scrape past that enemy without using too many of your resources up. Yeah. So every it's an enemy attack card has a uh, like a damage value on it, and yeah. you have to beat that by at least one. Yeah. And um, and your cards might have other things on them than just how much damage they do. Yeah. So you might have uh, some healing in there. You might have cards that are just flat out. You lose a health, but you can add three three life bars, hmm. or you lose a health, but you can add twenty to the last attack, which yeah. is great when you're fighting the final battle. Yeah. So the idea is generally um, managing your resources as like every card that you use to say heal up your characters is one less uh, resource you have to try and beat the row of attackers. Mm-hmm. Um, and each time you beat one of these sort of boss rows, you put a card aside for the final battle later, and. I think it definitely worked a lot better once we got to the final battle and we're fighting tough a tougher row of things. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, because that's the thing. I like the mechanics at play here, and it's a, it's a nice, quick game. It's yeah. a very simple game, very light on rules. Yeah, I mean, it reckons about twenty minutes for a full playthrough, anyway. Yeah, and I think we we maybe took somewhere in the twenty to thirty minute range. And I mean, first game, it's always going to be something yeah. like that. But yeah, yeah, um, I had fun with it. I would like to try it again. Yeah, which is always a good. Sign. Although one one thing was the Kickstarter version of that game. There's, yes. There, there's some tokens in there that we didn't use or see any reason that we would need. Yep, there was some pointless seeming tokens in there. And we also had uh, Kickstarter Kickstarter cards. exclusive cards that didn't fit into the VAC form. Yes, it it feels like they should have just removed the, the VAC Take form. Take the VAC tray out. Or, or not just the not put the tokens in there and had a sideways slot to stick your Kickstarter cards in. Yeah. Like something like that would have really helped. But like, what if you'd wanted to sleeve it? There's not enough room to sleeve it with yeah. e- even the we, base. We game we cut. threw the the vac form out and just uh, just bagged up our own components. Yeah. Um, Luckily, I've been collecting board games recently, so we've yeah. got so many baggies. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the thing. I I definitely enjoy the mechanics here, and I want to play it again. It yeah. is mainly just a case of. We'll try it again, and maybe stack the enemy deck a little against us, and if that's still a little on the easy side, shuffle a few of the higher level uh, damage cards out of the player deck to make them a little bit of a rarer commodity. 
or even like the stuff that heals you more. Like yeah, rid of some of those. I I feel like it wouldn't take too much tweaking to alter the difficulty of this. Yeah, and, um, yeah. I mean, and that is certainly an option to just go yeah. like, oh, I just I want to refine the difficulty a bit myself. Yeah, not a problem at it, all. It's it's nice when a game is rule simple enough that you can you feel like you can do that and you're not going to break the game by trying. Yeah. You're not going to break some interconnected system you hadn't thought about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There, uh, also, every every round you deal out a dysfunctional family card, and I, I quite <laughs> I quite like that as tone setting for like here is the thing that's going to hamper you this round is, uh, you, like family's not talking or uh or dad's keeping secrets. There's extra enemies now. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's, I think that's board gamey things we've just played. Do you just, mmm. Jane's just shown me a tra- train simulator bundle. How, how, how much, how much is train simulator uh, bundle? With everything, it's like 876. I'm gonna be getting that, I think. I want the trains, train. Oh, are they supporting mermaids? Um, I think I've got that set as my preferred charity ah. for bundle. Oh, that's cool. Huzzah. Uh, yes, train simulator. I like trains. Can you send me a link to the trains? I'll send you that. Yeah, thank you. Um, what else did we play this week? Um, oh, we did play another board game this week. Uh, we played, uh, I always forget what it's called, Chronicles of Crime 1400. Oh, yeah. Nearly forgot that one. Yeah. Yeah, we we did another mystery. We've talked about this before. It is a sort of um, mystery, like a point-and-click murder mystery detective game that has components with images and QR codes on it, but you're largely playing on your phone and getting the mystery there. Mm -hmm. Um, We did a a mystery about someone who died in a bathhouse. Yep. And... uh, also, maybe another crime happened along the way. Definitely another crime happened. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of this one? Um, it was... It, it, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah? Like like all like murder mystery type games, it's a case of like, am I getting all the right information? Have I pixel hunted enough to find what I need? Yes. And in, in something like this, like, have I spoken to everyone about everything? Yes. And whereas in a point-and-click game, that would probably be fine to go, I'm going to have all of the conversation trees with every single character. Yes. There was a... And, and that will give me hints towards what I need, even if, like, there's more to it than that. Yeah. There's, you know, thereafter some key and lock puzzles and stuff. With this, it's a case of... You've got a time limit. You've got to yes. sort this out and if, declare who the yeah. who did the murders and why, and with what and what yeah. their motivations were. And by tomorrow afternoon. And even if you know what the answer is, if you haven't found the card that lets you, the, you to scan to say that, you you know. Yep. Um, I think we found this with with the 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 previous case we did as well. We ended up with this. Playing it very methodically the first time through, and running out of time, but being like, we've worked out half of this case. Like, we've worked out one of the crimes that happened, and we we, we attempted when we were forced to, and we were like, yeah, yeah, we we got that one. Um, And then jumping back in with all of our stuff still laid out on the table, and being like, okay, let's speed speed run back to where we were, not scanning anything that we don't need to. No extraneous. Yeah, no extraneous stuff. And using some extra time to try and work out the other bit of the mystery that we missed last time. Mm-hmm. It's 
the the game really is built in such a way that it sort of necessitates you doing a second playthrough, and it's a little bit finicky sometimes in like. Yeah, but did you did you actually find the thing that proves that? Well, I mean, the thing was with the first one, like, I remember the... I think the first time we went through it, we were like, okay, I, I guess we're going to have to solve this now? Because I, yeah. I really don't know what else to do. Like, yeah. with, with the information we've got, the people we've spoken to, and unlike a, a, a video game where you might have, like, Okay, those conversation trees have gone now because you've had that conversation. Yeah. This was very much a case of you could keep asking the same person about the same thing. Yes. And you will be time penalised for it, but you won't necessarily have any yeah. memory. Especially like, with us. Like It seems memory. like it needs a, um, oh, you've already asked me about that. Or even like a, like, here's a list of the things you've done already if you want to review it. Yeah. Or you scan a card and it's like, you've already asked about this, do you want to ask again? Perhaps. Yeah, or just not penalising you for doing getting yeah. the same information again. Indeed. Um, that being said, I liked the mystery that was at play here. It, it, you know, the yeah. the stage where we were like, we think we've worked it out and we were theory crafting and mm-hmm. trying to get our clues out on the table. Like, it was enough of a mystery that we weren't certain, but that we had a... V- good solid idea of what had happened yeah which i feel like is a rewarding level of mystery yeah and and like i'd like the fact that you i mean with the first one we got to a case of okay i think we need to answer now and i'm pretty sure we've got yeah. everything we we can this one was very much a case of you've run out of time answer it now yeah oh okay I, uh I, I i think it was this i'm 99 sure it involves this yeah and it was slightly frustrating because we'd just worked out something that might have been a lead and we tried to do it and it's like, nope, go on to the, 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 the thing now. Yep. Um, also, one thing like where we hadn't spoken to one person in particular in the right order. So we, yes. we lost points for having asked I, someone about a thing before I, asking I'll, someone else about I'll, that thing. I'll say this. I understand the logic and yeah. I, I like conceptually the idea of you went blabbing this person's secrets um, before going direct to them. There is a punishment for that. And I'm sure there would have been another way to get that information and to work around it, but the most obvious way to get the information we accidentally fucked ourselves out of by point-and-click use thing on thing. Yep. And also running out of time. Yeah. Like, there there was things like the, that happened the following morning. It's yes. like, well, if you'd known about to do that thing, you'd have found it. Okay. Mm. But I mean, I still had fun with it. I this is I, I always have like a mixed feelings when I think about my experience playing this. I have yes. I have a good time in spite of caveats. Yes. And I, I, I feel like the people who get this game after us are probably gonna have a better time with it. Yeah. Because there was no money involved. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Um, and I love the idea that it's just going to go out into the world yeah. in, in a couple of oh, that's... games time and just be yeah. like, that's uh, everyone else's problem now. Yeah. We're gonna, that's it. We're going to try and get through it in the next couple of weeks and then we'll pass it on to its next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? Have you played anything else this week? Uh, I've started playing Final Fantasy VIII again. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Um, in, I've tried to play tried to play this a couple of times now. And usually, like, b- because the first time I played, I think I got to, like, the bridge before the f- the final battle. Yeah. And was like, oh, you know, I've, 
now that there's not really any stakes, I'll fuck about with all that stuff I, I didn't really touch or was saving up Yeah. all throughout the game. Uh, I'll, ju- I'll just crack that out now. And realised, oh, 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 actually, I could have been... Could have been having a much better time generally if I'd cracked some of this out earlier. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm playing the the remaster, which has the boosts in it. Um, I'm I'm metagame that game terribly now. Like the like the first hour is just like oh that creature there. I'm just gonna draw a hundred of everything off it. Yeah. Okay, next creature, hundred of everything off you. Cool. I mean, if I you know. if you can turn the speed up. You know, why not? <laughs> well, don't even have to do that. Yeah. Like, as soon as everyone's got one of something, you can just go into the Jeets menu and just go, ah. I've got a hundred of those now. Cool. Move on. <laughs> um, um, that's been fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you just sort of get on with having fun with the game and not think too much. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like, we've talked about, like, the ADHD stuff before and, yeah. like, remembering yeah. stuff. Especially in a, in a big JRPG, like, I don't remember necessarily what was happening an hour ago or two yeah. hours ago yeah. or 14 big, hours big ago. Mood, big mood. Like, this is the first time I felt, oh, I know what's going on in this story. And it's not been completely smashed out of my head the second I do a boss fight or yeah. try and walk somewhere and there's so many encounter fights, I can't remember where I'm going or why I'm doing it. Neurodiversity squad. <sighs> hmm. So yeah, it's been really fun to just sort of like play this compacted version yeah. with all of the plot and all of the course. I kind of want all RPGs to have this, please. Mm, that would be good idea. Yeah, occasionally modern ones do it. There was a certain degree of that for Dragon Quest XI that you could play it mm. on like double speed uh, during battles, which is like just nice. Yeah. Give me some double speed. Give me an OP mode. <laughs> uh, right, what else have we been playing? Um... I've been playing around a little bit with Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu speedrunning. Uh-oh. Uh, well, why oh <laughs> Just more Pokemon and more speedrunning. Mm. I, I... Look, I know I'm never going to be very good at this particular one. You don't know. I, I do know. I, do, I don't have the coordination and the perfection to, to, to do this, but... I've been playing around and I I I did a segmented run where I sort of uh, saved and took breaks and sort of came back to it, um, mm-hmm. but wasn't like repeating segments, uh, where I got a run in in under four and a half hours, which okay. is, uh, would put me in the top 30. That's not bad. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's, that's not a bad thing to be able to go, like, top 30 at a game. You know, it's, it's, it's about an hour and a half longer than the top speed um but yeah, it's all right um it's one of those things where i've been having fun doing speed running and i definitely intend to get back to more of the i i will de facto win first place on this record because no one else has done it mm. but i want my little collection of records to have at least one record even if it's a very bad score mm. on a game that i actually genuinely like yeah. to be like yeah i did that i took time to yeah. If nothing else, I took time to learn what the mechanics are and what the what to to really understand what the speed running community around that game is. Because mm. like it's you know I'll watch speedruns sometimes and I'll enjoy them, but like I I've watched speedruns of this game before. Trying to actually do a speedrun, even like a a fairly mediocre speedrun, mm. has given me a lot more appreciation for what is going on when I watch a speedrun. Yeah, and. That's been really nice. Mm-hmm. It's been really pleasant to make myself learn enough 
of the speedrunning stuff to be able to replicate a bad version of it to be able to go yeah i i get what they're doing i can i can appreciate like i i can watch someone do a run of this and go yeah you did have some really good luck on that catch and i understand why you uh double trainer battled that trainer mm-hmm. um so yeah i've yet to do a single do it all in one go recorded run mm-hmm. but i i reckon if i give this a go um I might give give this a go at some point next, maybe early next week if I've got a bit of time. Mm-hmm. I reckon four and a half hours I could probably get a top thirty spot on that game oh, heck. and be like, yeah, I'm 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 part. I'm joined in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I say top thirty. There's top thirty two. There's thirty nine people have played this this game total. So uh, I think I think the maths I did was four hours twenty five minutes, which would put okay. me just into thirtieth place. Oof. Um, so like, yeah, the thing that's reassuring, as long as I do the game in fewer than seven and a half hours, I will not come last or penultimate. <laughs> um, there's a couple of seven and a half to eight hour long times right down the bottom of the scoreboard. And I'm like, my first attempt will not be the slowest time on the board. I'm confident of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's an interesting game to speed run. Mm-hmm. Um, because like a lot of it is just catch any get any fifty species so that you can go do a certain gym. Mm-hmm. Um, a big part of it is finding certain Pokemon that you can basically just like walk through the game with. Um, I've learned a whole new appreciation for Starmie as a Pokemon. Um, a level fifty Starmie is enough to get you through the entire Elite Four. Wow. Um. Yeah, if you if you pump up its special attack stat a couple of times, uh, it's got strong water move, a strong psychic move, and you can teach it Thunderbolt. So you can have psychic, water, and electric on a single Pokemon. Wowza. Uh, it's very fast. It has naturally a very high special attack. It is... Like, I've learnt to appreciate a Pokemon that I never really Yay. appreciated before because I played them in a speedrun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah... Um. Yeah. What about you? What you've been playing? That's it. That's it. It's all my play stuff. Uh, I'm just checking if there's anything else that I particularly want to want to talk about. Uh, I think I think that'll do. So then, time for this. Do you find that you've put too much milk on your cereal? Yes. Well, why not try recycling that milk? It's, it's all good and chocolatey at this point, or possibly wheaty. Or who knows what? Maybe strawberry flavored. I cannot say. Why not recycle it? Put it to better use. Uh, how do I do that? Put it in some coffee, maybe. Siphon it off. Put it somewhere else. You don't have to drink it immediately. Use it for a different bowl of cereal till you make the ultimate, most chocolatey, strawberry-fied, oaty, whatever cereal you've ever made before. Okay. Do it. Make it the most amazing hybrid milk. Recycle. Reuse. Refresh. Milk. It's good. Mmm. Okay. Milk is available in plant and animal versions. Mm. Oh, what a lovely looking snowy day outside. Beautiful. It's all coming down. Oh, there's big flakes falling. It's all settling on the ground. <laughs> Whoa. You're coming outside, are you? Uh, we were hoping to. Think uh, about coming outside. I, I, I was. Um, y- you, oh. were, you were... Snowflakes? Snowflakes, yeah, that's us. <laughs> right, boys? <laughs> yeah, you're going to come outside, we're going to fuck you right up. Uh, 
I'm just gonna, you know, go for a nice, gentle, slow walk in the, in the snow. Oh, you know? crunching the snow, is it? Yeah, oh, not a nice underfoot, is it? Yeah. Well, you know, it's it just looks very magical outside. Nah, 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 nah. Right, look cute and fun. But if you if you look at us funny, we're gonna fuck you right up. Oh yeah, you'll be walking down the street, and next thing you know, you've flipped over, done a two hundred seventy degree flip, landed on your head. Face first. Yeah. Red ice. Don't mess with us. You'll slip. You'll slip down the hill, and you won't stop till next week. Twist an ankle at least. Bump your hip on the curb. Oh no! What happened there? You could have a nasty accident. Okay, I'll just <laughs> uh, get the salt. Don't worry, I'm on it. Ah! <laughs> so, <gasps> what have you put in your eyes? Ah, uh, what have I put in my eyes? Um, we watched uh, the first five episodes of WandaVision together. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we we, we did. <laughs> I, I was not planning to watch this until the whole thing was no, out. Um, but we got a warning. Yeah, I had a couple of different people independently warn me, hey, are you watching WandaVision? If not... Like if you, you want if, to, if you want to watch it, you should probably watch it now because the yeah. spoilers are going to start a flowing. Oh, here they uh, come. Yeah, so this is a show in the Marvel Cinematic Universe about Wanda, the Scarlet Witch character, and Vision, robot with with gem in head. Um, what if it was a 1950s sitcom? Yeah, with a laugh track. Exactly, and I I don't think it's a spoiler to say. Uh, you know, there's more ha, to it than yeah. that. Yeah, ha ha ha, lighthearted sitcom. Oops, things seemed a bit weird and surreal for a second there. Anyway, back to lighthearted sitcom. Ah. Um, I understand why around episode like four or five, people were like, "Okay, spoilers are going to start being a thing. You should probably get watching it." Yeah. Um, I did not expect the curtain to be pulled back on what the premise was as early as it was. Yeah, because I remember like us talking about this like beforehand, and you yeah. being like, "I think it's about this." Yeah, I thought that was going to be like the final episode of the series. Yeah, like, oh god, it's going to turn out to be that. No, it's very obvious. That's yeah, that. it's it's very obvious, and they they don't waste. It. They're like, look, we we know you can guess what's what's going on. We're just going to tell you that that's what's going on, so that we can get to yeah. But what do we do about that? Yeah, but um, but. Yeah, I, I very much enjoyed the performances in this. Yeah. Um, very good like cinematography and direction. Yeah, whoever like whoever did all the set dressing for the, mm. the previous generations of television. Whoever did the set dressing but also the costume work, yeah. the they did a very good job of like keeping things consistent and feeling um yep. the opens. Yeah, oh the, the opens music. are wonderfully done. Ev- everything is very stylistically done and I, I enjoy it for the same reason I think that I enjoy like a don't hug me I'm scared in that there is <laughs> there is something there is something really enjoyable about um this is very happy and lovely and I know that the facade is gonna break at any minute <laughs> um we both at one point looked at each other and were like too many cooks too many cooks that was very weird it had a it had a real too many cooks moment too many cooks the credits are rolling but things are still happening <laughs> um. I I'm I think I'm enjoying it more now that the facade is breaking away a bit more and we're getting a bit more of the 
Yeah, what, yeah, but here's what happened. Yeah, here's what's happened. Um, also, I'm still kind of fascinated by that thing they ended episode five with. Yeah, right at the end, yeah. that was a fascinating choice. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, one division's really good. It's fascinating. It's I, I'm. I can't see them doing a second season of this, so yeah, enjoy it while it lasts. It's it's the most I have enjoyed like a Marvel TV show since I think the first season of Jessica Jones, which yeah. was a much bleaker thing, but it was equally like a that was a very impressive. I, uh, I think Wonder Vision has the potential to be real fucking bleak. Oh god, I uh, god yes, like uh, Jessica Jones had a really fantastic villain in season yes. one. Um, this I think has a more consistently overall polished show. I think I think that it's not relying on a single strong character to sort of carry it a bit. Yeah. 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 I I'm Yeah, I'm definitely, definitely kinda hooked on that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? What did you watch? Oh, I watched some animated shorts. Oh, tell me about those. Uh, so the first one I watched, uh, these are both on the um uh, Kiss Kiss channel on YouTube. Keep hmm. it short. Uh, the first one I watched is called uh, "God to, uh, or, or uh, Tales from the Multiverse" by Tumblehead. It's uh, God testing a software. So oh. it's like here is God with like a, a, a pretty old style Windows three point one one interface, and it's trying to design the world and put people on it and trees and stuff. And that's not working. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the background, you've got Jesus and the devil fighting over the grail. <laughs> um, and, like, so G- God goes to go and sort them out while running the simulation in the background, having walked away from it. Meanwhile, uh-huh. lots of chaos happens. I I must say, I did I did laugh at the the very first thing I saw in this, which was God trying to make a, a globe Earth and dropping a person on them, they fall and they off. They just slide off. Like, just... That, that comes to something later on. Ooh. That, that Adam turns up somewhere else. Ah. Uh, there is... Adam has quite a... That, that first Adam has a fascinating story throughout this. Ah. Um, it's like a, a seven-minute animation, including yeah. credits. I've been meaning to watch it. It seemed like an interesting idea when it's, you put it in the topic list. It, it's very I just cute. had a busy day today. It's been a busy day, right? Um, the other one I watched was uh, a story called uh, Roof uh, by Engelhurt Brand Luma Inrich Rosen. Um, it's about... So there is an artist and they are trying to draw this dog. I'm guessing that they have a series of this dog being a thing okay uh, because there's like all these posters for I'm not sure if they're cartoons like, like or comic supposed to be covers films, or something or maybe comic covers um, so the artist is trying to draw clearly fucks it up and just draws roof with only three legs and then scrunches up the paper and tosses it into the bin and the dog on the piece of paper comes to life and is like but uh, I want my other leggy <laughs> my other leggy and sees the blue pencil it's like well I could be artist sketch to have my other leggy um, but can't get up there and is initially like rolling the paper ball around and it's quite Aww. adorable decides to like fold the paper that that they're drawn on into a paper person that looks a little bit like Oogie Boogie from Nightmare Before Christmas <laughs> and and um like they as a as a as a duo go together on their mission to get the 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 blue pencil to get the extra leggy 
I won't spoil the rest of it, but it's really adorable. That seems really adorable. Um, it's a very wholesome story about two friends and and their mission to, to help uh, Roof get a, an extra leggy. I need to make the time to watch this. It sounds adorable. Um, Yeah, I'm fascinated to dig a bit more into that channel because it looks like there's some really cute animations. Just really on. nice short story animations. They're not all animations. There's like short, uh, like short f- yeah. uh, film films. Um, so yeah, it was it was nice to see some of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Did you watch anything else? Uh, we watched a film together. Oh, is it Space Sweepers? Yeah, we watched Space Sweepers, which. Uh, we we trusted Netflix because they now have a a hit shuffle and they'll find something based on what you tend to like. We had choice paralysis. Yeah, we had choice paralysis, so we let Netflix pick something for us. <laughs> and they and did it, a good job. Well, the first thing it tried to pick was um, something we'd already watched. Um, yeah, sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother you that we watched last week and really enjoyed. So it's like okay, clearly it knows our tastes. Yep. Uh, and the second thing it threw us was Space Sweepers. Mm. Um, so Space Sweepers is a Korean sci-fi film set in a future where Earth is becoming uninhabitable and an Elon Musk type, played by Trevor Belmont from the Netflix Castlevania, <laughs> um, has not only got his little space colony up in space, but he's looking to, to colonise Mars Eyes soon. Mars. Um, he's and- developed a special kind of plant that he claims will only grow on Mars. Yeah, and he's going to use to colonise Mars, and... There's a whole eugenics um, vibe to who he's yeah, picking to go and live there. It, it very much seems like the the rich and the people white. who... And the, the white and the people that he deems um, worthy yeah. uh, get to escape, uh, you know, get to escape Earth and come live on his space colonies. Um, and one of the only ways that you, as someone that doesn't really have any money, could end up in space is working as a space sweeper, collecting junk and debris up in space. Because that Cause... stuff's real fucking dangerous. Yeah, because the, 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 the posh people living up in space are just basically ejecting their trash into the vacuum of space, which causes I mean, there problems. exists trash in space already. Yeah, but I mean, they're throwing even more out there. That they are. Um... And it follows a story of like a a particular space sweeper, um, or a particular group a of crew. space sweepers, uh, have their little crew together of the victory. Yeah. Um. And there is a a news report about a child shaped robot that is a bomb that they should all be aware of. Incredibly dangerous military weapon that there is a huge reward for. Indeed, and unsurprisingly, our group of people find it and go, oh no, we must wrestle with the knowledge that we have potentially a very dangerous weapon here that might also be very valuable and fix our money problems. They spend the first hour of of having Dorothy with them going, you know what, let's just just hand her straight over and get like a a million credits. Yeah, and I mean, (laughs) look, it's predictable in that, you know, you've got the whole... But actually, they come to like the little the little girl and, and these you know. scoundrels with a heart of gold. Yeah, it's it. Some of the early plot beats are predictable, but the way that it is uh, performed is really oh, yeah. charming. Yeah, don't um, don't let me being silly about it. Yeah, uh, like put you off. It, it's, it's a beautiful film. It's, it's very sweet. It's world building is really nice. Its yeah. action set pieces are good. Um, for a Netflix film, the visual style is really solid. Yeah, um, I mean the the CG in it is great. Yep. Um, I loved their approach to uh, the space sweeper colonies out in space being sort of multicultural. Yes. Um, watching it in English, they dubbed the Korean actors uh, over with English because they are the people who are talking for the majority of the film. 
But for all of the other nationalities out in space, they left their voice lines yeah, untouched. Yeah, so there's like French, German, Spanish, Danish? Yeah, yeah, there's... there's. It's nice to have other nationalities out in space and to just sort of leave their lines as, yeah. as they be. Because they all have universal translators and we have subtitles. Exactly. Um, yeah, I... It was a really sweet film. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed it. It... it the ending sequence to it was... Um, yeah, we did that whole thing of, oh, you should have ended it there. Oh, no, I'm glad you didn't end it there. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, this is such a predictable way to end it. Actually, this is really sweet. I'm glad you kept going. <laughs> um, also, oh, mm, that robot. I have much love. I have much love for that robot. Fart machine. No, the, the oh, other one. Bubs. Um, Bubs, yeah. I have a lot of love. I have a lot of love for them. Bob's good. Bob's Bob's good. This 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 film got some unexpected uh, positive queer representation that I was here for. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an oddly sweet moment that I was like, ah, oh, mm, mm, all the euphoria right here. <laughs> this. I'm glad you're being seen, character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, also there was like. Bubs is a is a robot that very like a sort of humanoid shaped robot that looks kind of skeletal because very yeah. thin limbs and this sort of very rounded head, and occasionally Bubs will like uh, emote by having like glowing cheeks or yeah. a little smile or uh, a particular yeah. shape. Bubs also wears hoodies a lot. Yeah, there is a scene earlier on in the film where Bubs is wearing like a I think it's like a grey or a dark blue hoodie. Yeah. And has this smile that I'm just like, that's Sans. That's basically Sans. Basically looked like Sans for a hot second. <laughs> Albeit a bit taller. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Space Sweepers. Really glad we gave that a go. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, Netflix, you, you done did us good with your shuffle. You done did a good. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Have you watched anything else? Um, uh, well, a lot of what I've been doing is I've been watching other people's speed runs of Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu because Get the pro you know, strats. Yeah, I'm learning the strats and I have a lot more appreciation for them now that I know what's going on in them. Mm-hmm. Um I've been watching through uh the the current number one Let's Go Pikachu any percent speed run, which mm-hmm. is held by Kerbis54. Um it is a good speed run I think to watch in that it was recorded offline um and then sort of streamed later with commentary over it, which means that the player is explaining not, what they're doing. They're, they're they're doing a good job of explaining what they're doing, and they're not ha- like, oh no, I'm in the middle of trying to remember what I'm doing, and therefore yeah. I'm not talking very much. Mm-hmm. Um, does a very good job of explaining the techniques, explaining the plans, explaining like what was going well, what was going badly, what could have been optimized. Yeah. Um, it is, I think probably the clearest explanation I've seen yet as to like this is how to to get a perfect run like the the best possible run mm. um so i've been really enjoying that they they seem they seem to have a good um energy to them they set their record about 5 months ago um in the in this speed run they talk a lot about like okay so like here here and here and here and here are where i made the mistakes mm-hmm. uh could have shaved a couple of minutes off and he sounded very adamant of like I'm going to get this below three hours. I'm going to get this below three hours. It's going to take me a while, but I'll get it though. Exactly. And they, they, they highlighted a good two minutes worth of like, that's a mistake I made that fucked up. Mm. Um, so like, I'm, I'm curious at some point to see like, are they still streaming runs? Are they actively doing this still? Because 
I'm very curious to see if they can get below three hours. That'd be really cool. Hi, pipe. Yeah. What about you? What you been watching? That's it. Uh, I think I think that's it for me as well. Uh, the only other thing I've been doing is I've been watching clips of Shark Tank uh, uh-huh. on YouTube, which is it's Dragon's Den but the Australian version. Um, okay. Yeah, sort of. Here are here are investors behind desks. People bring their inventions or companies in, try and get funding. Um, it's been. You know how you sometimes just fall down a rabbit hole of background stuff to yes. sort of watch in the background? It's been a good one of those. Okay. Um, the the people doing the, the that have the money to invest, a lot more like pleasant and less abrasive than the uh, the Dragon's Den people in the mm. UK who I often just cannot stand as people. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it, it's mainly just been interesting having on in the background uh, just... Tuning, tuning in every now and then, going like, mm, oh no, I, mm, I see what problem you made there with your pitch. Mm, just lots of back, back seat. Oh, I could do this better than you. Uh, I could better than you. It's like at the very least, I can, mm, I can tell you what they're going to complain about in a second. You've, mm, <laughs> you've done, you've done the bad thing. You've done the bad thing. You clearly don't watch this show because you've just done the bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's everything I've watched this week. Well then, time for this. <laughs> got a new sponsor who's our new sponsor well do you want to get involved in the stock market ah uh, you know i i've never thought about it before but recently it stonks. seems you know it seems it seems profitable Shores. yeah stonks yeah you could have stonks and chores yeah i i invested in the turnip market once and managed to sell my you know 99 bell turnips for like 550 bells a pop exactly yeah, i reckon i could do stocks exactly Exactly. Well, yeah. how about if that was named after uh, some English folklore? Oh, there's an app. It's called Robin Good. Robin Good. Robin oh. Good. Robin it's... Good. Robin Good. It is an app. Robin <laughs> Good. Robin Good. You can get some stonks. Ah, so I just got to do what I did in Animal Crossing: buy low, sell high. You trade from the rich, you steal from the real poor. Robin Good. Robin Good. Robin I, Good. I, wait, can we rewind the ad there a second? I feel like they got that the wrong way around. I don't know. They Apparently, I had to burn that last bit be- be- immediately after reading it. Um, uh-huh. I, did, I had the blowtorch on standby. Sorry. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. So, like, you know, we, we you know, we, I suppose we can go in and buy uh, stocks and fuck up all the hedge yeah. fund managers. Like I, like I recently oh, heard. Oh wait, people sorry, I've just, I've just had an update. No, no, not like that. No. Oh, not like that. No, stop. Please stop. Please. Ah. Uh, no, government bailout, please, please help us, please help us. Ah, why? Wow, this is a lot of screaming. Um, there, there's, there's just like like a gif of someone running around with a bucket, throwing it over just an enormous fire. Oh, oh and I've been locked out of everything. I can't trade any of my stonks. Well, we would tell you to go over to robbinggood.com, but it's out.lol.net. But it sounds the code QPS one five four exactly. But it sounds like maybe maybe they they've changed their mind after seeing how people maybe I, I don't. I, did you think there's just some stocks you can't buy from? Oh, just the the ones that uh, yeah, the, the ones that might make you money. Can't ah, any of okay. But I can I can buy like you know shares in Grandma's Knitting Company or something. I don't know that Granny. She's bloody shrewd. <laughs> That's Robin Good, where you may or may not be able to trade stocks, depending on how updated this copy is. Oh, they're definitely getting a bailout now. Oh, of oh, course. Oh. 
Inside the boardroom of Electronic Actors Softworks. Hi! Hi. So, uh, I've been looking at what our uh, competitors have been doing in the video game space this past yeah. week. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I saw that, uh, that that other company that makes games has uh, patented one of their uh, game systems that they made. Yeah. Uh, that thing where you can have an enemy and they'll, like, you know... Uh, but you sort of grow as you fight them, and you'll have your sort of like uh, your big hit, your big villain that's your villain through the game, like Pokemon. Yeah, so something like that, I'm sure. And like I've seen some hullabaloo of people saying, "Oh, you can't patent ideas of concepts for what to do in games." I mean, it sounds like they have exactly. And this is what I'm thinking. I'm upset that we didn't do it first. No, to be honest. The f- just because we didn't do it first doesn't mean we can't do it now. Oh, no. Our video games have so many mechanics in them. So many. Granted, other people made them in their games first. Yeah, but they didn't patent them. But they didn't patent them. So I think we go through and work out what stuff we're going to patent so that we're the only ones who can make games with it in. Yeah. Uh, Jumping. Yeah. Moving forward. Uh, Shooting. First person perspectives. Uh, Third person perspectives. Guns. Multiplayer. Single player. Characters. Broken buggy pieces of shit. (laughs) Ah, better get that one locked down. Yeah, because then no one else will be able to release games. They'll have to release finished games. (laughs) Ah, you can afford to do that. You are a fucking genius. I know. So, (gasps) what have you put in your ears? Uh, I've not put a lot in my ears. It's been a really heavy work week this week. It has Um, been. Yeah, I've been I've been I've been working non-stop. Um honestly, I think it's it's just been background music while writing. Been listening to a lot of the Animal Crossing soundtrack. Um I've done that thing that I'll occasionally do where I put on like a a live stream of the Animal Crossing soundtrack that by the hour changes uh, with what the music is supposed to be in Animal Crossing for that oh. hour and then put on like rainy rainy mood in the background so I've just got Little sounds Ooh. of rain happening over Animal Crossing plinky plonks. Ooh, nice. Um, because I, my brain could not handle any more than wordless, happy, generic uh, plinky plonks. Plinky plonks, good. Yeah. What about you? What have you been listening to? Oh, listen to a few things. Um, mostly mixes. Getting very into, still very into uh, Acid Jazz Radio on the Acid Jazz channel on YouTube. Um, they've got some like mixes as well for like whatever their periodic thing was. Um, listen to a mix on the Mixhound channel, Chillstep Mix t- uh, 2021. It's a two-hour mix. There's some really pretty stuff in that. Mm. But yeah, just again, lots of like just chill, low, low energy, uh, nice, fun, gentle music, and and also trying to get ideas for for. Um, like music stuff uh, I am part way through writing a new piece of music I've done that thing where I've written like a really good loop and I'm kind of stuck in the loop now <laughs> so I've given it a couple of days so hopefully when I get back to that maybe later today who knows I can try and progress on a bit from that yeah oh, is that everything then? that's it honestly it's just been that and the lo-fi chilled study beats to relax and study to it's good stuff oh i did listen to another thing technically listened um uh on the mcelroy family channel yeah they did a uh, uh smash mouth beats to study and relax to uh-huh playing uh fuser oh yes so it was like a 45 minute i think 
play session of Fuser, and it was almost always coming back to the lyrics of um, uh, Smash Mouth All Star. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> at one point, Griffin just pissing himself laughing. <laughs> it, it was it, it was it's it was a fun little mix. Although a lot of people were like this is unlistenable. Yeah, because it's Mimi. Yeah, but yeah. in a fun way. Give it, yeah. give it a try. <laughs> it's interesting listening to that though. Going, that was a that. These are all the stems that they had for Drop Mix. Those are all the stems that they had for Drop. I Mix. mean, it's the same company making a digital version of Drop Mix, but not wanting to call it Drop Mix in case people Google it and see the expensive cards and think they need to buy the cards to play the video game. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally we wanted to make the Drop Mix video game, but we needed to rebrand it to get away from the card prices. Mm-hmm. Although I imagine they're probably still selling DLC for it. Yeah. Haven't looked into it. I this, These days, if I can't stream it at some point, I'm probably not going to buy it. I mean, that's the thing. I would be a lot more likely to pay Drop Mix if I could get away with streaming it. But we can't. Yeah. <laughs> Let we... me stream your bloody music rhythm game. Can't, because we, we will be... Let we, me. We will be claimed by Let everybody. Let me. The sheer temptation to make a throwaway second Twitch account to stream <laughs> that from and just be like, I'm streaming over here today for no particular reason anyway. Come um. <laughs> Well then. Time for this. A story-rich JRPG with over 120 hours of incredible gameplay, deep characters, vibrant and memorable locations, engaging combat, stunning orchestral score, plus its innovative I have a job mode. Just dial in how much time you've got to spend and the game will scale down to as little as 14 hours. Ultimate Imagining, a story for our generation. Oh, finally a game I can actually finish. Do you miss a childhood friend? Yeah. Have you perhaps lost someone who is very dear to you and close? Unfortunately, yes. We have the technology. <gasps> we can rebuild them. <gasps> Welcome to Stuffy Park. Da, 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 da. Using bits of stuffing we found frozen down the back of the sofa, we have recreated Mr. Snugglesweb. <laughs> <laughs> And Fluffy Bottom Bunny. Ah, oh, that, that, that's just how I remember them. <laughs> <laughs> and I suspect the risk of harm to people attending is fairly minimal. Hugs! 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 Okay, Mr. Stuffy Bottom. Hello. Hello. I'm sure they weren't this animated before. I don't remember the screaming. <laughs> Welcome to Stuffy Park. Time stuff questions. What's the questions? Uh, Zoe Monroe asks In a world where cat boys slash girls exists, where do they eat? From a bowl on the floor, from a plate on the table. I mean, that's entirely up to them, but like, bowl on the floor. Bowl on the floor, right? It depends what yeah. you've negotiated, obviously. Yeah, but, but like. Generally speaking, bowl on the no, floor. Just, just, just go for it. Bowl on the floor. Bowl on the floor. They get a little bowl. They get one of those little splash mats that you have around a pet bowl. <laughs> Yeah. In case you got a messy... But yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Bowl on the floor. Settles. <laughs> we, we both got there very quickly. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. There's less banter around them. Nope, that's it. No. Get... We, we both feel like there's a correct answer to this. Get on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> on a bowl on the floor with a knife and fork. <laughs> <laughs> Is it weird? I was going to say that. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> yeah, give them a spoon if they want it, but you know. Yeah, have a spoon to eat your ice cream. <laughs> no, ice cream must be licked. Sorry. Ice cream must be licked. Yep. <laughs> Bethany Turner. Hi, Bethany. Hi. Uh, go read Eon's World and listen to Human Solerate News. You can do that. Uh, what is the best reason to be sent to Facebook jail? Usually it's for telling turfs to fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Telling turfs to fuck off, telling Tories they deserve the guillotine. Maybe get all of it into one post. If you're going to go to Facebook jail, be for like, fuck turfs, punch Nazis, okay. um, eat eat the Tories, they're, they're garbage. Oh, we've decided that we're composting them now, not safe to... Ah, yes, yes, of course. Compost the rich. Yep. Donald Trump was a bad man. Bad man. I don't know. What else is going to get me thrown in the Facebook jail? Here's a titty. Abortion is good. Abortion is good. Here's, here's some genitals. <laughs> yep. Yep. There um, you go. Go for the hat trick. Yeah. <laughs> suck my zuck. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. I yeah. <laughs> Again, we were all succinct this week. What's yeah. Going on, yeah. I don't know. We we got we got good good mm. concise thoughts today. Yeah, fucking alright. I've been in work mode. I've I've, I've lasered in on my thoughts. Yeah. Uh, Sammy West, hi. Asks, uh, do you need a bra <laughs> that helps you avoid unwanted friction? Yeah, lubrication. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> uh, Jacob J. Marion asks, what are your favourite types of questions to get? Meta. Uh, mm, yes, indeed. Um, I, I, I generally enjoy the ones where they're, you know, as fun as abstract questions are. I tend to find that the like, like the sort of more real world applicable ones are the ones where we end up getting a bit more in depth and finding we have more to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? Um, I like, I like loads of types of questions. I like, yeah. like personal questions about like my history. I like questions about like comedy stuff. I like silly hypotheticals. Love, love me a silly hypothetical. This is, this is the thing. I tried to nail it down to the to one and as soon as I threw the ball to you I was like actually like, yeah there's a lot of question types I like. I, uh, I'm probably better at answering what kinds of questions I don't what like. What kind of questions don't you like? Well, just ones where they're not really a question. It's just yeah. like I have said a thing. I, d- I don't know what you want me to do with that thing yes. that you've written. Yes. I'll read it out. Cause, and you know. I'm not usually a fan of the ones where it's very clear they're trying to be lol so random, where it's like, what's what's a, what's a better spoon, a cheese or a ham? <laughs> I think cheese, maybe? Cheese. It depends what kind of cheese. The cheese got holes in it. Probably not. Most cheeses don't. Well, then it's probably better because the, it's going to have more rigidity than the ham, I imagine. Also, it's at least vegetarian, <laughs> even if it's not vegan. See, I tried to come up with a really bad question example. I'm like, yeah, we can answer that. <laughs> we can answer that. <laughs> so you're asking ourselves questions now. If you want to ask a question, uh, I put out a link on, on, on my Twitter on Tuesdays. But you can just tweet me and be like, got a question for quirps. <laughs> Uh, Phoenix Two Hill. Hi, love, love you. Love you. What can you fry? Anything if you're brave enough, right? You can fry anything. Yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't try and fry 
like magnesium that probably go very badly. Probably wouldn't eat the magnesium afterwards after it had been fried. Um, um, uh, yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't put. You know, I wouldn't try to fry some uh, some water. Surely that's boiling. No, no, no. I'm suggesting pan of boiling hot oil, and then ah, you add some water to Deep it. Deep fried water. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've that, seen that, that way, happen when I, yeah. I worked at McDonald's. I that, do not recommend that. way that. fires happen. That way fires happen. Yeah, don't deep fry the water. Yeah, if you want to see oil literally vomit on someone, water. Don't, don't, don't deep fry your water. Do not deep fry water. This has been a public health <laughs> announcement brought to you by the Credit and Pleasance Changes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything else that I wouldn't fry. Uh, no, it's what, what can you fry? As I said, everything with a few key exceptions. I wouldn't try to deep fry oil. You wouldn't try to deep fry oil? Yeah. Take some oil, you put some oil in it. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get that oil back out deep fried. We might have a special mixed oil. <laughs> Ooh, uh, nothing uranious. Uh, yeah, no, nothing, nothing uh, radioactive. Yeah, I mean, most foods are good fried. Yeah, yeah. Face of a Tory. <laughs> no, we're composting them. Remember, <laughs> didn't say I was going to eat it afterwards. I just said you could fry it. I mean, that's if true. you don't have a guillotine at home. I mean, if that's our criteria, then fine. you can fry anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lucy asks, "Can I ask cheeseburger?" Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Am I going to have to be the don't let the pigeon drive the bus person here and insist you let them have cheeseburger? Hey, when we listened to don't let the pigeon drive the bus, <laughs> I was all for that pigeon driving the fucking yeah, bus. Yeah, but why, where are you now on giving the... the ha, has a cheeseburger? Where are you on this? Uh, I, I'm, You're on I'm, the wrong I'm, side of history, that's where. <laughs> I'm comedic- comedically dragging it out for, for comedy purposes. I know, and I'm dr- comedically exaggerating my response for comedy purposes. I see. Yes. Well, yes, you can have a cheeseburger. Established. Yes. Enjoy. <laughs> you can you can you can have a not cheeseburger as well if you want. Mm. We're on quite some energy today. <laughs> Apparently fucking so. <laughs> well then, time for this. Do you know what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? Brochure Justice Warriors. Brochure Justice Warriors. Yeah. All right, Larry. All right, Barry. How you doing? Well, you know, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well as can be expected at this that's, point. That's, that's always the way, isn't it? Yeah, you been you know, all right? Oh, I'm all right. I've been, uh, you know, I've been, I've, been, uh, I've been thinking about some things, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been uh, thinking a little bit about imposter syndrome. Oh, mate, you know, you're you're very good at what you do. Oh, I, you know, I like to think so, and I often feel that way, but, you know, yeah. sometimes I will have spells of uh, weird, irrational paranoia that I'm not any good at any of the things I do, and, you know, that it's just, I'm, I'm secretly terrible and going to get found out at any moment. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, for all the ills of social media and, you know, the, 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 the horrors that they have, I have noticed by following a lot of creative types that that is a very, very common situation. Yeah, it's a thing I try and remind myself of when it happens. Like, it's 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 much easier to deal with imposter syndrome when you recognise it for what it is and to recognise, like, hey, 
is a really common thing when when you know when you create to go through spells of you know I I feel like part of it's probably fueled by that whole if you're working in creative work you've 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 got a certain degree of luck went into it and there's that feeling of oh well why why me like you know why not all those other people who you know want this sort of uh, yeah. yeah career and then you get that little voice in your head going oh you're secretly bad they're gonna no oh, no you're not gonna be able to do this for long and. You know, it seems to affect people at all scales to some degree. Yeah, so, I mean, it certainly seems to, from what what I've seen, you know, I don't think I've ever been into any particular field enough to, to feel any real sense of imposter syndrome, but, uh, you know... It, you know, uh, but yeah, I've certainly seen it in other people around me. You know, I know um, some amazing artists, some incredible yeah. writers. You know, people hate their own work or, uh, you know, constantly worried that their work isn't good enough. And, you yeah. know, you can, you know, c- compare it to some of the best in the field. And, you know, he's getting, it's either like heading there or is there already in many cases. Yeah. It's just a matter of, you know, sometimes it's a case of not having had the opportunities yeah. yet. You know, and, that take, and, takes a long time and to some, have that meteoric yeah. rise to fame. And, and sometimes it's just in part like not everything you create will ever be the will always be the best thing you've ever created. And no, you know, you know. Be, being aware that like you know you will make things that are you know not one hundred percent top of your game sometimes, and that doesn't mean that you don't deserve to be doing the thing exactly, or something that you made you know in a moment you had an idea, you tried it yeah. out. In that moment, you have made something, something that nobody else has made, you know, and it's it's a very common thing to be like, well, you know, it wasn't very good. Yeah, but you tried. It's it's sometimes just useful to remember that other people go through it too, and to oh, you know, not not feel alone about it. Absolutely, mate. Virtual, that's your luck. <sighs> oh, you sound like a side, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, maybe head off and... Uh, yeah, and, uh, Well, sleep well, mate. Oh, you too, you too. Solara? Yes? Where can we find you on the internet, darling? You can find me at Laura K Buzz pretty much everywhere. Twitch, uh... Twitter, Twitch, YouTube... Uh, every Friday on YouTube, I post episodes of Accessibility, which is a show about accessibility and representation in the games industry. Uh, I stream on Twitch Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays at 10pm UK, 5pm Eastern, 2pm Pacific. Um, I've got books. Uncomfortable Labels is out now. It's about being an autistic trans woman and what that intersection is like and and the ways it, it overlaps and stuff. It's out now where you can get books or as an audiobook on laurakbuzzstore.com. Also, things I learned from Mario's butt is out now. Oh, yeah, it's right over there. there. Uh, right it, over there. It's a silly coffee table book of video game character butt reviews. You can get it as a physical book in many places that sells books, or you can get it as an ebook. There's an audio book on Unbound if you prefer. Um, so that's out now. Uh, also, Gender Euphoria is coming out on June 10th. It is an anthology of non cis people's just positive gender affirming stories. Um, we're getting that ready to go to the printers at the end of this month. Um, I'm currently trying to get cover quotes sorted and get all that arranged. Um, so that's June 10th, 2021. Also, I do podcasts. There's Pixel Squirt. It's about video game porn. Uh, there is Podquisition, where we tell you whether your favourite video games are great or perfect. Uh, I guested on a bunch of podcasts over the most recent week or so that you can go find. Uh, I guested on an episode of Podcast Beyond over on IGN. I guessed it on Kinda Funny Games Daily last Friday. 
I guested on, uh, or I will be guesting on an episode of the Comedy Button. Not certain when it's going up yet, but it'll be sometime in the next like week or so, probably. Sure. Um, also, I'm on Dice Funk. It's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I'm on seasons three, four, five, six, and seven, and very soon season eight. They're all self-contained stories, so jump into whichever one you like. And I'm on another podcast with Jane that isn't this one. No, that's Polyamory. It's a D&D 5th edition real play podcast with questionable morals. Oh, goodness. Um, yeah, so we've uh, got up to like you leaving the Celestial Tavern now and going on your way. You've dealt with some gods. You've dealt with some other stuff. Check out, check out that series. If you don't want to listen to season one, there is a whole season one recap. And you can just dive straight into season two. It's really good. I also make... Uh, that's available on my SoundCloud. Uh, I also make music that's available on my other SoundCloud on the name Bedroom Programmer. Uh, we've got a Facebook group. I've got a Redbubble shop where I sell t-shirts with silly designs. Uh, StarMonkeyRadio.blog where I write about board games and video games and stuff. got a YouTube where I upload uh, skittisodes of, of, of stuff. And uh, all my my, my uh, vods from my Twitch, which I stream on Thursdays around seven thirty UK time, you can check that out. I've got a Twitter, and most importantly, my Patreon, Patreon.com/stonedmonkeyradio. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help me justify seventy-six hour work week. Please, <sighs> it's so hard, and I've lost a bunch of people recently. Please help. Ah. <sighs> um. Yeah. All of my stuff can be found at streamerlinks.com/slash/janiac. That's J-A-N-E-I-A-C. All of the links in one place. Woo! Laura, <gasps> will you sing us out, please, darling? Until next time, be a stranger. Threatening to beat ya. <laughs> In the street, ice will eat ya. The fuck up your legs, they'll break your ankles. Walking in a snowy, fucked up land. Now it's lushy, and there's ice. Some of it's black, it's not nice. You can't see it, but you'll feel it when you fall down on your ass. In the street, you have broken your coccyx. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Fuck, I think I fractured my hip. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Oh, wow, wow, Someone called the ambulance. Oh, no, I don't want to go to hospital. There's some people all there and the beds are all full. Stay the fuck inside in the ice. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stay the fuck inside with the ice. Hey, hey, hey. Stay the fuck inside with the ice. Have a hot chocolate. Don't know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs>